0: Hey, welcome back. We're still here. It's Mile High Magazine. Happy Sunday. Happy New Year. It's Murphy Houston. And joining me is clinical therapist John Davis, and he and I were just having a great conversation before we started actually recording so you could hear the rest of the conversation. Uh, but John is uh, involved with Too Extreme. And, John, i got to tell you, in reading the material and I saw your video, I'd never heard about you guys before. You are doing an incredible job, and I think our listeners need to know more about what is Too Extreme.
1: Oh, Murphy, thank you. And thanks for having me on this morning, and hello to all your listeners. Sure. Um, you know, 2 came to be um, back in 1998, uh, and early in my career, I saw that with a population that I was working with, that they were not going to participate High percentage of them had really tough experience with other treatment providers. So I really needed to create a deep emotional connection. And in that process of doing experiential therapy, meaning that there needed to be an experience in each hour that I was spending with young men or with men or their families, I found a tremendous amount of resistance to the approach. And I received a lot of no's, and so at that point, I decided to branch off on my own and started my private practice called 2 Extreme. And in 1999, we started a nonprofit because we didn't want cost to be something that would deter somebody from getting treatment.
0: And what kind of treatments are we talking about here, John? It's various kinds from what I could learn from your video.
1: Well, we decided to, um, you know, build on the programs and a lot of nonprofits stick with kind of a a tried and true method that they use and kind of just one singular approach. Um, We found out for us that uh, with a community mental health model, we had to have inclusion. Uh, I really wanted to be kind of a one stop shopping program. So we incorporated drug testing, mentoring, uh, family support. We have a community mom's group and a community dad's group. Um, and we have the ability and the community of the Two Extreme family. At this point, we just crossed the threshold of 16,000 individuals oh. being treated uh, since I started in 1996. And with that, we found out that um, we really wanted to help the guys get back to who they were intended to be. And so with that, we have the ability and the community of the family up to Extreme to uplift, support, guide, and walk them through sometimes a horrific mile to get them onto the other side. Um, and it's been miraculous, actually, to be a part of you know the process and to see the growth and to see who they are now as you know men and fathers, and they're thriving. And it's just incredible.
0: Well, congratulations on your success. That's a lot of years of working at that, and you've done very well.
1: Thank you. Well, it's been a joy. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, I get to go to work every day. Um, I get to serve, you know, these young men, the men, the families. Um, I get to be a part of the process. I get to be, you know, just so intentional with every step and every movement with them. And the response that we get from the guys is, well, it's incredible. I mean, they want more. They crave more. They enjoy being who they were because they had a massive hiccup in their life that, You know, everything just it's kind of like they slammed on the brakes and everything from the back of the truck went through the front windshield. And so repairing that and redeeming them from whatever the situation was that brought them into Too extreme is it's it's amazing, Murphy.
0: And you deal strictly with men or or do you deal with women as well?
1: Um, Great question. So uh, my specialty is working with at risk adolescents and young men. Um, my average age right now is probably around 21 or 22. We do have 15 year olds, uh, and I also have some 30 year olds. And so, um, the neat thing is some of, even some of our alumni have come back to do some professional development. So I've got guys in their 30s. Um, I also do couples counseling. I work with, uh, dads and, and men. Uh, and then we have, um, you know, our mom support group, which is incredible. We've worked with over a thousand, you know, thousands, I should say. Um, moms in the Community is a free support group and really, really proud of that for over 20 years we've been giving back and it's neat to see moms in the community not just the two extreme moms that are able to actually get that type of support
0: Great. Now, for our conversation here, John, it sounds like a lot of programs but you seem to have signature programs that you can maybe talk about
1: <laughs> Yeah, we do, and I, as I just referenced, our moms group is really incredible. We've got somebody who facilitates it, who actually um Uh, just loves to connect with these moms and also connects with them individually. And as I said, you know, actually the moms group started over 20 years ago with some of my alumni moms who really just wanted to give back. And it was strictly just for two extreme moms. And then over time, uh, through the facilitation of the group, uh, we actually opened it up to the community. And we've always kept it as a free support group because we want to give more. We want to serve more. We want to touch more lives. Because if we have healthy moms and we have healthy dads, then ultimately they are parenting out of a different paradigm and they're connecting with their family on a level um, that that's incredible because the bottom line is, I mean, most, I mean, 99% of parents don't go to grad school to learn how to be a good mom. They don't go to grad school to (laughs) learn how to be a great wife or a great husband. That's true. So they really tap out at a certain point, especially with what, you know, what's going on socially and culturally, Uh, and with all the the social media that's going on, parents cannot keep up and get in front of their kids. So a lot of times when the young men come to the office, the kids are five miles downstream on two two pound test line and trying to reel that young man back in yeah. is impossible. And so that is one of our you know signature groups. Our mentoring program is actually, um, it's incredible. We only use our two extreme alumni because those guys who've been to the program, they understand the model, they've done the work, they have the connection with me. And so uh, their support is vital to giving back to the current clients we're working uh, with. And it's amazing to see the pride of their give, of their give back and the mentors. They actually, live the three pillars. So the pillars of two extreme, number one is humility, being humble, learning how to be humble. Two is serving, serving within their family and serving in their community. And then three is their give back. We call that gratitude. And so to see mentors be doing that, Talk about a gift from me as a provider who used to serve them and walk that mile with them, and they're now doing it with our current clients. It's amazing I'll bet. then our last our last one uh, is the two extreme dream team, and that is a it, it, it's a ten month program. It's really intense. The guys go through a formal interview with uh, two extreme alumni and or community members that are part of the community mental health. Um, They have seven facets that they have to meet, and some of those facets include no negative police contact, they have to maintain sobriety, they have to have good grades, they have to be actively resolving conflict at home, they have to have physical fitness and be involved in other activities, um, and uh, creatively, they have to come up with their own treatment plan. So they come up with their goals, and if they make it through the program of the 10 months and all the experientials, um we travel internationally and we've been to places that you know we've climbed the tallest mountain in in europe which was in southern russia we've climbed in peru and bolivia um and it's just incredible to take the guys to get to live the metaphor that life is a mountain life is a journey and life is hard so to actually get to go climb a twenty thousand foot fully glaciated you know peak and then also serve in the local community and give back to the locals um, it's life-changing.
0: I'll bet. It's life-changing for me to hear you talk about it, <laughs> let, alone, let alone actually do it, for goodness sakes. And I know as we were talking earlier, by the way, we're talking with John Davis, a clinical therapist from Two Extreme. The awareness of mental health is so important, and we're hearing more about it now, a lot of it involving COVID and The people you're dealing with, the young men you're dealing with, and you're hearing about it from athletes like Simone Biles, Serena Williams, Michael Phelps, what is Two Extremes approach to tackling mental health? Great
1: question. You know, as I said earlier, the the majority of guys that come in for their very first intake, some of them have seen three to six different treatment providers, and there's been no connection with that treatment provider. So when they come in, they're pretty jaded. Um, So number one, um, we don't hang our diplomas in the office. Number two, we are highly approachable. Um, one of our you know, comments that we say to families so that they know how much investment we have into them is we are willing to be inconvenienced for the, the sake of a young man and a family. We spend a lot of time destigmatizing the terminology of mental health. For example, we have many young men, and this has become very, very trendy and popular to say, Um, you know, I'm just going to kill myself. And so they say, well, when I went to the mental institution, I was like, well, last time I checked, we actually don't even have a mental institution in Colorado. So you ended up, you know, doing some mental health treatments. But at the end of the day, that's not something that we go talk about socially because it really is not socially acceptable to be able to say, "Hey, I have this, I have that," and people are doing their best to to share what it is they're struggling with. You know, Michael Phelps with depression, alcohol consumption, and ADHD, and you know Simone with you know what happened with her in the Tokyo Olympics. So it's acceptable on that level because of who they are. When you're 15 to 22, and you don't have that platform to use. Um, it can be really, really socially um, negative for them to actually share that. So we help them to destigmatize it. And we use a lot of terminology of, you know what, you, you had a bad month. You know, with your DUI, you had a bad four hours. Um, And so there's a consequence for it. And so what led to you pushing it over the limits from a mental health perspective or a drug and alcohol perspective? And so we really keep the perspective. And so when they hear that, they're able to say, hey, I, I can actually crawl out of this.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a good point. Never thought about it that way. And with your support, they can do that. I mean, you're so involved, John. You've been doing this for such a long time and so active in different areas of helping all these young men. What are your goals? I mean, what are you looking forward to down the road with all the stuff going on these years with COVID and just life in general? What are your goals?
1: Well, for so many years, Murphy, I've had the goal of actually having a center. Uh, and a center that would meet the needs, not just for the current clients we're serving and treating, but for everybody in the community. So we would like to be able to have a large enough area for every program. We'd like to have staff to meet the needs of each and every one of the programs that I've shared with you. But we want to be able to meet the demand of the walk-ins. We want to have staff that are actually trained in the model that we're using. The difficulty with experiential therapy is right now there's less than, as far as I know, less than seven graduate school programs for master's level clinicians that are actually using the experiential model and so there's not a lot of information and there's not a lot of education or support in regards to it but what we're seeing is tremendous success above 90 percent of every guy that we've worked with Um, it's amazing So we also would like to be able to have an indoor kind of activity center so that everybody in the community, and that would include, you know, the families that would include our local schools, probation, diversion. Uh, We'd love to be able to have a state of the art rock climbing facility indoors just because, I mean, that's just amazing to be able to use from a therapeutic approach, but we'd also like to be able to have fathers and sons come and use that, that are not part of two extreme or moms and daughters so that we actually are able to open ourselves up the difficulty of not being able to treat You know, a walk in is um, that right now I have a one year wait list for families that are coming in that are in need and demand. And so it's incredibly excruciating to hear what the struggle is and then tell them um, we have a year long wait list. So we need we need staff. um, But with that, we need donations to be able to train staff so that they can also help us meet the need as well.
0: So, John, we have a lot of people listening. How can we support you? Uh, you are a nonprofit over there, Too Extreme. What do you need?
1: Um, our biggest need right now is uh, we took uh, possession of a two thousand square foot office space, and we ended up. Uh, demolishing what was currently in there. And so since COVID, we have not actually been able to run any events, therefore no fundraising. And so, and people have been very, very low on giving because of just the financial difficulties people are facing. So we need donations. We need recurring donations. um, And we need uh, right now just $100,000 just for us to remodel the space.
0: So how do we make that donation? You must have a website.
1: We do. It is www.2extreme.info. Uh, and 2 Extreme is spelled the number two, then X-T-R-E-M-E dot I-N-F-O.
0: Sounds perfect. And before I let you go, John, what you're so enthusiastic. You have a lot of joy in running 2 Extreme Foundation. What is your personal joy?
1: I get to do this every day, Murphy. I get to walk side by side with young men, families, couples, and men who are hurting, to be a part of their process of emerging, to be who they were created to be. I'm blessed to get to walk them from the the storm of their life towards personal redemption and a personal wholeness that is absolutely infectious. Um, It's incredible to be a part of it all.
0: We're lucky to have you, John Davis, clinical therapist with Two Extreme. Thank you for what you do and keep up the good work.
1: Thank you, Murphy. Happy New Year.
0: And you guys have a great week. It's Mile High Magazine, and I'll talk to you next weekend.